created to reign. What does that mean? You are royalty. You were created to win. There's a definition that says to wear a crown. From your beginning to your end, you were created to reign. It's time to own your royalty. Cause you are the essence of win. Own it to me now. If I want it, I'm gonna get it. I make it rain. I make it rain. If I want it, I'm gonna get it. I make it rain. Oh, I make it rain. I was created to rain. Here's what happened. Now, when she shines, I don't have to fool with it. I don't have to worry about it. I can celebrate with her. Because I was created to rain. She was created to rain. We can rock together. We can rock our world together. She knows who I am. I'm so excited to be back for another episode of Standing in the Rain. It is awesome. Where y'all been? Right here, rocked, live, locked, loaded with me, vibing with me. I'm so excited. This, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you who I was. I'm Dawn Roseman, the Rainmaker, here for another episode of Standing in the Rain. Are my rain dancers? I appreciate you so much. Please, please, please subscribe, share, like, subscribe, share, like. That could be a song. Subscribe, share, like, subscribe, share. You want to get in there? No. Okay. Subscribe, share, like. Subscribe, share, like. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. So I have the most amazing hotness for you today. Um, so if you're new to standing in the rain, welcome. I love it. I love that you're here. What we do here, all I do here, all day, every day, all I'm about is trying to point you to your greatness. And I'm using this vehicle to do that. So you rocking with me, um, my hope is that me bringing you amazing people, my guests, my amazing guests, that something will be sparked in you to, to be enlightened, turned on to the greatness that lives on the inside of you. So what is this rain word? What does that mean? Again, if you're, not, if you're new to me, uh, I don't know where you've been, but if you're new to me, uh, rain means to overcome, to dominate, to superabound, to win, to uh, the essence of win, to sway, to have influence. You, you'll get uh, uh, to sway, <laughs> to have influence, to the royalty, to wear a crown. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. I love it. He says no. So, oh my God. Oh yes, it's awesome. So this is going to be the most amazing episode ever because because I, and I say that about all of them and I mean it about all of them because every time I bring you somebody I truly truly am sold out to their to their amazingness. I just think they're wonderful. And this one right here. So this one they're going to be two like this. That's it. That's it. Two like this. These are what I call the legacy edition. They're the legacy edition of Standing in the Rain because I have with me uh, one of my. Uh, Legacies, if you will. Can you say is that the right way to say it? Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. I think that's right. It's gonna be right. Because you know, when when you have when you have a child, when I was pregnant uh, with my first son, um, my uh, uh, friend of mine told me he's like, Well, welcome to this new reality. And I was like, What do you mean? He's like, You are about to know what it feels like to have your heart walking around on the in on the outside of you. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And man, did he 
was he telling the truth? That's just absolutely crazy. So allow me to introduce you, introduce you to one of my hearts, my first heart. This is my first. Yes, you better give it up for Brooke. Brooke Allen Roseman, let's go. Use your government name. Let's go. Say hi to the people, Brooke. <laughs> I have to. I have to. I have to. So it was really important for me to uh, uh, make sure uh, that I make room for y'all to uh, encounter my son. So you get to meet Brooke today. Um, I mean, this dude inspires me, man. He just absolutely inspires me. So, so for, for you, cause you're a guest, you're, even though you may know this, but you're a guest on standing in the rain with your mama. I know it's awesome. You better, you better loosen up. You're going to be dancing when this is over. So, so, um, well, yeah, you heard it. Wah, 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 wah. There you go. There you go. Sounds nothing alike. It sounds just like it. It sounds just. Like, don't hate on me in front of these people, bro. So, so, so. Anyway, um, if you don't know, I always in every episode of Standing in the Rain for y'all who are, who are new to me and just you know even if you're not just you know you're vibing with me, you know that we always have a raindrop of the day that we vibe around a drop the drop of the day and I always try to get my mind you know into you know kind of really focused in on the guest I have for you and what makes sense that we can vibe around. I thought long and hard about this young man. Obviously, I know him. I know him, but yet. I'm still learning him every day and he's teaching me who he is. And, 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 you know, so I was thinking about it. I was like, what makes sense as a drop, an appropriate drop for you? This is what I came up with. So the drop that we vibing with today that I want y'all to kind of settle into and let it sink down into your crawl spaces um, is, uh, you know, a conversation, a vibe session with Brooke Roseman. The drop for the day is play big. Come on, give it up. Come on. Like, you like that, don't you? Yeah, you like that, don't you? You can, you, you can what talk. Does it mean? What, does it, what does it mean? You haven't so, explained. I'm gonna explain it. So, so this, um, uh, we'll, we'll, it remains to be seen if it's a good idea to invite your children onto your podcast. We'll figure that out. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> but we're gonna figure this out. So, play big. So, so Brooke used to. Not used to, he still does, but early on when he first started, um, he played basketball a lot. And, and, and we used to always say, my husband and I used to always say to him, like, we get in there because he's a taller kid, a bigger kid, and, you know, and, and, and we'd always say to him, like, book, hey, man, play big. Play big. And I, you know, I just like, you know, we, what we meant by that in that context, I don't know if you ever knew that, but we meant, I don't know what it really means, but what we meant was, like, let him know you there, right? Be powerful. You got all this size, all this presence, all this everything, you, they better feel that. Play big, man. Don't shrink back to anybody. That's what we meant in that context. And when I thought about you for standing in the rain and why I really thought it was important that, that, that I make room for your generation and that people hear from you, play big just seemed appropriate. Play Big means to be, you know, uber strong and powerful. And that's what I watch you being. So I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, have a, I'm gonna have a total bunch of mom moments. Y'all gonna have to deal with this, but it, it's, it's whatever. You don't shake your head. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but I need to congratulate. See, Brooke is about to graduate in what? When's the, what's your graduation date? June 6th. June 6th. He's about to graduate from high school. I know that's right. You better give me some. I know that's right. We give myself. We did that. Um, you know, so about to graduate on June 6th. Um, from C Prep, shout out to the C Prep uh, family, Dr. 
Dr. Underwood and all the staff and the the people that are just, oh my gosh, they're absolutely amazing. And they are, this man is changed because of his affiliation with Cornerstone Christian College Preparatory School with Dr. Underwood. It's amazing. But he's about to graduate and he's heading off to the Mecca. He's heading off to Howard University in D.C. You better get, boy, give me some again. We're going to do this all because, you know, parents... Shout out to yourself. If y'all put up with these children and you done raised them up and they and they, they do it right, that's all right. I'm so proud of you, Brooke. Thank you. Yeah. So how does that feel? Because there's a long journey between, I mean, I'll be very honest with you. Um, in full disclosure, Brooke probably knows this. There was a moment. There was a few moments. I was like, I told my husband at times, like, I don't think he's ever leaving. I'm not sure. I don't know what he's going to do. I, I just don't know how this is going to work out. He just didn't know how this just no nothing was clicking. Mm-hmm. It seemed like talk about that. Like, how do you get I mean, just just I know you. So it's, you know, I, you know, I, but I want to make sure that they understand the journey that you're on, because this is not just some sort of like I woke up one day and decided to go to Howard. That's a big deal, man. I mean, you talk talk about the journey for a moment. I, we'll, we'll vibe around that. Just talk about the journey. How you get here? You want me to talk about like. Oh, how I got here. Yeah. Um, how I got here. I, I don't know. I just kind of ended up here. I don't no, you really didn't. know. I just like um, really starting out not knowing who I was fully. Um, not people not helping me find out who I was in the wrong environments. Um, what does that mean? So, I mean, just I don't want to gloss over well, that. Not knowing who you were fully. What does that mean? Um like just being comfortable with who you are like now like I, well, I have youtube starting like businesses and just being comfortable in my own skin and just doing what i want to do comfortably and unapologetically but that's now but back then it was like i was scared to do even the smallest of things because i thought of what people were gonna think or whatever so so, so you're 18 now when did that start that 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 when did you notice or have a, a kind of a, you could, you know, uh, there's a kid out there, there's somebody looking and they're like, I'm, they may feel how you used to, how you used to feel or be where you used to be. When did that start for you? Where you were like, you didn't know who you were, where you were aware that you like kind of, I don't know. I get this kind of image of, you know, that you're just kind of like going wherever the wind's taking you a, a bit. Um, when did that start for you? Um, Really 10th grade year when I transferred schools, but. So your sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. But um, even then, I didn't really believe it. You just kind of, like, tell yourself until you, like, almost, it just turns into, like, a lifestyle almost. Like, so, really, just 10th grade year on the basketball court, first year of varsity. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. First year of varsity. And, um, yeah, you just kind of, like, I kept telling myself, like, yeah, you're him. Like, you're just, like, no, like, you're not better than anybody, but the mindset of being, I'm going to be the best at whatever I'm doing at that time. is just, that was the mindset that I had. And then eventually it just became a lifestyle because the environment um, helped me believe that too. That's what you felt like in 10th grade when you transferred to Cornerstone. That's what I told myself in 10th grade. And in 11th and 12th grade year, that's what it really became. So let's talk about before 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I was there Sort of. I mean, in the sense that I'm there, I'm at all the games, I'm watching you, you're growing up in the house, I'm watching you, but I don't know if I'm fully aware that you were not, that you were like not, that you don't know who you are. I mean, I, I don't, 
I don't know if I fully know that. I know that you, um, I know you were frustrated. I know at school, your freshman year, you did not click, you know, where you were at all. But, I mean, what was going on for you inside? Um, well, I mean, I don't think anybody knows that they don't know who they are until you see something different. So True. True. That's good. That's yeah, good. That's really, like, you don't, like, I knew, like, the whole time, I always wanted to be that guy, but what guy? The guy that I am now. <laughs> but like but like you can always want something until it's like you pray for something or ask for something until you get it and then it's like, oh shoot, now what do I do with it? And that's what it was tenth grade year. It's like I wanted to be that guy on varsity or I wanted to play this and I wanted to do that and be the guy they look to, but then as soon as I got it, it's like, oh, this is way harder or whatever than it looks, but then you start getting into the groove of things and then you like, you actually turn into that guy. And then it's like, now they like only you can stop you at that point. So what was stopping you though, being that, let me, you're, let me help make sure I'm defining in, in real work. Cause we're talking about playing big. Mm -hmm. That's why I see, that's how I see you now. Um, the way you approach the way, you know, the same way I meant it when you were going on that court back then is the way you approach things now where you're like, I'm going to Howard play big. You know, I'm, I'm going to do these things. I'm gonna get my grades. We'll talk about that. But, but that guy, make sure I'm defining him right. You wanted to be that guy. Who is that guy? That's the guy you are right now. Right? Well, I mean, I'm not fully there. Sure. But yeah. To a certain extent. Define that guy. Um, the guy everybody looks to when, like, well, if we're talking basketball-wise, um, when those final seconds are ticking off that clock, I want the ball in my hands. Um, like, um, the guy that I refuse to, nothing, that, there's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5, but I just refuse to work for somebody else because why not create it myself? I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, I I absolutely love that. So so wait, so that guy, you just tell you told me who that guy is. I want the ball in my hand on the court. Who's that guy outside of that? Um somebody that can see cuz on the court it translates because when the ball is in your hands, then you have that decision to put people on, to give them that assist to score the ball yourself. So in life it would be um whether it's through business or anything, I have the opportunity to put the people that were there with me when it started um, to just help them out, to give them opportunity, to give them opportunity to make their own way. And um, just everybody win at the same time. And it's not me. You know, what's funny about that is that, you know, I, I mean, all the years of watching you play, you tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, just, this is a bit of a side journey, but to me, one of the, you light up and have the most fun on the court when you actually are providing the assist. Yeah. It's fun I to mean, watch. It's, you like you like like it's, dropping dimes on people well, too, but you know it's that's a, the right phrase. It's a balance. Is it drop dimes? I mean, Did I say it right. However you want Throw to say it. Throw a dime, dime pass. Is that I, right? I, whatever. Did you I do want it right. It is, okay, but, go ahead. Um, I mean, it's a balance, though. I mean, some people are better at things, one thing than another, but um, I feel like the best players are the ones that have that balance. The balance between the balance. knowing when to dish it off to give someone the assist and when to take it yourself. Yes, it's always about. It's always about making that that right decision. That's what separates the good players from the great players. Okay. You said that translates off the court into. Yeah, because um, you can't. 
you can't just hand it out every time. You got to teach people. So, um, <laughs> like, in the on the court, you might miss a pass, but it's not just your fault. For me. It might be just your fault, but you can go back and say, hey, here, go cut back door, then I'll get it to you right there. That's the better pass than if I was just passing to you, and then you do it. I can't just hand it to you every time. You got to okay. teach them how to get it there. So, um I got it's just making everybody better at the same time. That's good. So, so let's now go back. Let's get Pat before sophomore year. You and, and you know, I don't, and whether it's freshman year or before that, you said you you wanted always wanted to be that guy. What was stopping you from being that guy then? Mm. I mean, because we were trying. I mean, it wasn't us. I'm yes, trying to. No. We were trying. Everybody yeah. out here, rain dances. It was. It wasn't us. I mean, but I'm just joking. Yeah. Do so much. That's home life. When you go away, the wrong environment or not putting yourself in a position or yeah, the wrong environment could do a lot. So when you get put in the right environment and see what could be and what the possibilities truly are, then you turn into something different. I think that's a drop within a drop, Brooke. I appreciate that because, you know, this is, you know, the drop is pray for today is play big, but you're saying, and I was joking, but, but you, you, you clued in on that. You're saying, yeah, my home life was good and y'all are saying the right stuff. But then I'd get away from that, and that contradicts it. Contradict, contradicted. It dominated. Did it? Is that what it did? So how come they didn't? You know. So 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 talk to me about that because I, you know, I, I'm I feel like I have a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, talking to you because we wonder as parents, and if you know, like, you know, we spend time pouring those things in, and for all you parents out there, I mean, this is worth you listening to and paying attention to. Spend those times pouring those things in because we're trying to counteract that. But you're saying you hear it, but you still have to go out and, and what what happens? You go out and you hear your mom, your dad, you hear me in your in your ear, but then but then the people that really are the ones that are supposed to put you in the positions to make that team or whatever are saying something totally different. Okay. Okay. They're controlling something that you want. Yeah. Not That's that good. you guys don't control stuff that we want, it's just the fact that um it's the fact that you guys are building the foundation for us to have tough skin so that it doesn't affect us as much when they don't give us what we want or we worked as hard as the next person and still didn't get it. But it's the fact that they still control what you want. So it's like what they say can land a little bit harder than gotcha. other things. So, so you, you know, when I ask you what was the impediment to you being that guy before we, you know, we transfer you to Cornerstone one of the things is just the, the people who had basically the ability to determine your fate from a basketball standpoint, where you, which is what you were, well, you know, or period, well, right? Educational standpoint, too. Education, okay. So the people, who, there were people in authority over you outside of the home that landed some shots, I guess, in terms of who you are or what you could do or not do. Is that right? But, yeah, because it was like, it's always, they always tell you, well, in public school, well, the public schools here, they always tell you it's, you better do good your first whatever because it's impossible or it's really hard to get your GPA back up, but then they don't tell you or show you how you can get it back up or that there is a possibility or, yeah, so they just always speak about the negative instead of trying to teach you how to get to the place where you want to be because everybody's going to mess up. And so that, and you're saying, I guess that messes with you. And you don't, and then you start believing them. You believe that, and then on top of that, then they they counter back with the 
okay, so now that you didn't get the grades like we told you to get, now you're not going to college or you might not go to the college that you want to do. That was actually told to you? Yes. Wow. What did what, you finish with? Um, a 3.7, 3.7, 3.64. What? What did you say again? 3.7. I give you so. Give you I love it. I love it. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. So, so, so the message then, because I don't want to lose it, those messages have been given out to somebody watching here. Yeah. Say, say something to them. I mean, there's. Um, well, I mean, it's a difference for me, though, because you guys were feeding something different at home, so it could only go so far. But there, I've seen people that have been told the same thing to me, and they folded way faster than, than I would. I never folded, but, like, they folded because they didn't have people in the ear even giving them any bit of positivity. So um, the message really is just keep pushing. It doesn't matter what they say at all because rankings don't matter. Grades don't matter. I mean, you want to strive to be the best you can be, but none of that stuff matters when your purpose is coming from God anyway. I love it. I love it. So, so we are, we're talking about pre shift to Cornerstone. And I remember, you know, let me back up because I want to pause some too. Cause I, we know, like I said, we used to tell you all the time to play big and I, and I, and, and, and I want to make sure I don't, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this. There was this point, this is probably one of my favorite moments watching you play. Um, actually, no, I wasn't watching you play. I was at your game. The coach wouldn't play you. And that's neither here nor there um, 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 now. But, and I, I used to go to those games and I would cry, not because I desperately wanted, uh, needed to see you play for me. I hurt when you hurt. But, I remember something. There was a kid, and I don't remember their names, and it doesn't matter anyway, but there was a kid. You didn't play, and, and but there was a kid uh, that he did something good in the game. I don't know if he dunked or tried to dunk or did something. He did something. And you had sat on that bench the entire time, and then you stood up. And that's what makes me, made me cry at the game. You stood up, and you started. You were like the first person out on the floor cheering for him. Mm -hmm. To me, that's... That's playing big, man. I mean, talk to that kid, too, because I think they're, you know, not only, you know, that stuff is landing because they hear it. Again, we're talking through, through talking about it through the lens of sports, but it doesn't have to be just sports, but they hear it, and then they don't get a chance to counteract it. They're sitting on the bench, literally or figuratively. What? There's something in you that made you get up and cheer for that kid doing the thing that you wanted to do. I mean, I don't I don't really know. I mean, like I said before, like, I've always been the person to, like, I want to see everybody win at the same time. Even, like, everybody has their time. So, I mean, even if it's not your time at that particular time, your time is going to come. At a, Like, I know it now. I always say the tables are going to turn at a certain point. I know that now, but I guess that was that spirit back then. But I just have words for it now. But, yeah, like, the tables are going to turn. That's good. So now we're we're move forward, and and we're gonna talk about we want to talk about because we go we gonna talk about all the things that you're doing and that you as you get ready before, even before you get ready to go to go to college. But but uh, we transition. We get to your freshman year, and that was not a good year. Um, and, and, and I shouldn't say that it good was it was a rough year. Yeah. 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 
um, you were not you were not this guy. You were not a happy guy. Um, you were not a um, well. You talk to. I mean, I want to describe you because that's from a parent's standpoint. I mean, descri- because describe the year before, and then we'll talk about you know the transition after when we move your, over. My freshman yeah, year? your freshman year. Um, like where were you? You know, you know. I don't even remember most of my <laughs> freshman year. Honestly, I don't know. Um, in a school, just trying to find my way. Like you got to find your thing or who you are. And I don't know. In a rough year, your freshman year is not. It's not helping the fact that you're still trying to find who you are. So I mean, I don't really remember a lot of my freshman yeah. year. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So we transition you. We get this opportunity. And we look at this school who's been here for a long, long time, but we just did not. 30 years. 20, 30 years. 30 years. Right? But we'd not paid any attention to it for you guys. Timing is everything. Um, but then it just became the right time, and we interviewed and transitioned you to, uh, to Cornerstone. And I remember I used to ask you guys, I'm like, what do you think? Do you remember this? You, I would say, what do you think? And you're like, I miss, <laughs> I miss hallways, and I miss all these different I hated things. It. You hated it? Yeah, talk about that. I was uncomfortable, but I guess you, I, I found out later. Dad used to tell me all the time that you have to be uncomfortable. So it's good to be uncomfortable. That's what he said. And then he told me to give it a year, and I think he knew what he was doing because a year is crazy. Like, <laughs> but after like the first three months, I was like, yeah, but. And I think basketball helped too. Even though I went there not knowing if they had a basketball, yeah, we didn't know if there was a basketball so, program. Yeah. We had no idea. Yeah. You hated it though. I knew you didn't like it. You hated it? Yeah, I hated it. That's wow. That's awesome. Like they made me talk in front of people <laughs> and just yeah. We never prayed in school before anything and and then fast forward like 3 4 months later they say, "Hey, you're starting." And then you play the full game without coming out. It's like this is really what I asked for the whole time is just a shot, but then it was more than a shot because then it created something more in his, yeah. What did that feel like? So I missed that game. I was out of town, and it was your, I, 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 was, I was on a business trip, and, and you went from, I hope that the coach puts me in for two minutes, five minutes, whatever, to <laughs> you're starting, and you're playing the whole game. And you're everybody's looking at you. What did the, I mean? To talk about that. What did that feel like? Because I think you know, play big is our, is our drop for the day. I mean, you got to be ready for your shot. I mean, well, how did how did that feel for you? Um, I was ready and wasn't. Like, looking back now, that's a horrible game because I only had like eleven points. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. It was I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready to play a whole a full game without yeah, but. At the same time, I needed it because it created something that I am now that that it just it fueled that whole I'm that guy type of mentality. And yeah, like the whole Kobe mentality, the whole Mamba mentality type vibe. So 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 you play that first game at C prep and you get turned on to possible. True. Yeah. That, right, that's what I heard you say. Even getting blown out that game, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you know, I want to expound a little bit more on this idea of like being uncomfortable. He says like it's good to be uncomfortable. How do you work through it? I mean, because I don't want to just assume people like that. I was uncomfortable and then I became comfortable. 
How do you work through that? I mean, for somebody listening, certainly too, like how do they, how do you work through that? Because you, I mean, hate is a strong word. And now that I look back on it and the way you were acting, that's probably, I mean, yeah, okay. How do you work through that, you know, to get to a place where it begins to work for you? How do, what do you, what, what's that look like? Because I didn't do that. That was all, I, we can't do that for you as parents. Wait, how do you? How do you work through the uncomfortable you know, this, it's an invaluable skill set. You are about to experience it all over again. When you step on Howard's campus, you're about to be uncomfortable like all over again. Though, okay, go because ahead. Because now I understand what being uncomfortable. I was never uncomfortable before. Even okay. even being uncomfortable, I was never uncomfortable before because I went to public school my whole life. So it was like you just moved to the next grade with all the people you saw the year before. And so it was like even with me barely playing or even with me my grades whatever it's like you can look around and see what another 500 people doing the same thing so it's like you weren't it was you were uncomfortable where you were because you wanted to be somewhere else okay like as a person because you have goals but yeah but being uncomfortable for the first time was like I don't know and then I guess the environment at that school at C prep really helped me get over that faster than what a normal uncomfortable you didn't know anybody no i didn't yeah well no i did i knew isaac yeah that's right you knew one person but i mean that still doesn't you go from knowing the whole freshman class to knowing one person so in a whole school so and being called on all the time but that didn't start till late but okay but all eyes are on you because you're the new kid so yeah okay so you, your, your level of, if this is a word, uncomfortable, uncomfortability, no. You were really, really uncomfortable in, in, in a way you had never been once you go to C-Prep. Yes. Okay. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. What's the no? Because the basketball helped a lot. Okay. Because I had, I had known basketball, so it was like I could touch something that was comfortable okay. a little bit more. Okay. Okay. So, so... You, you shift into this, this different level of you. I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you're not arrived. You're just, we're still, you're, we're, I'm still evolving. Heck, so I mean, we're never, we're just constantly taking another step toward our next best self, right? But, but, so what, what would this guy? And then I want to talk about some of this stuff. But what would this guy say to freshman Brooke? Um. Honestly, I don't know if you can say anything. You just got to <laughs> keep going, honestly. Don't give up. That's really the only thing because you can't control anything else. Okay. Okay. So so I want everybody, you see it. Y'all see it. We rocking. You got to put it up, Brooke. Come on. This 1K clothing. It was designed. It's the, it's the, it's the, it was the initial uh, clothing line of, uh, of Brooke Roseman. Uh, season one, y'all see it. Um, and I was, I mean, it just, it was just, it's so cool. He's now actually getting ready to come out with another line, but I want to talk about your creative creativity in other ways, because mm -hmm. you, you know, when I say play big, I mean, you, you know, again, you have now begun to embody that in ways that, I mean, for a parent, I mean, just like, I just never saw a lot of this coming. So, so, you know, for y'all, what you guys don't know, like basketball and, and you have to help me, Mark Brooke, if I'm saying this wrong. When you play basketball and you play AAU and all this stuff like that, you need uh, 
or need, or you want videos, or is that right? The way they call highlight film, or is that what you want? Yeah, you just want you yeah you want mix, you know, like mixtapes. You want exposure. Yeah, you want people to see you play. So a I lot of times any sport though, but yeah, for any sport. Okay, and you have people a lot of times who will um um do those for you and 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 cut it up and well, also. It's politics. So what you mean? You're ranked, you have the name, you, yes, you're not paying for those, you're not, I mean, you will sometimes, but I mean, like you can, if you're not ranked, you can go pay somebody two, three hundred dollars to get you one, but at the same time, if you're ranked or whatever, you out pages like Overtime and Ball is Life, they, they look, they live for that, for the next thing you're going to do, the next highlight you're going to make, that's just there. Right. So, so if you're not that player and you're not paying for it. Where's your exposure come from? Hope somebody's in the gym while you're doing it. Okay. So I love this because I didn't I understand. Mean, you can get little clips and, like, put it on your page. But for you to – I always saw it as, like, yeah, it's easy to get, hey, your mom filmed you making a shot, whatever, you put it on your page. But I want the edit. I want everything that they put into theirs to be mine. That cool stuff. Yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. I mean, do you like that? Ah! I look yeah. like that. That's what it looks like. So I, I so what's cool about that, and, and I really just, I mean, when I said play big, so Brooke didn't have it. You didn't have any of those videos. You didn't have anybody other than your mom's well, video, I mean, my videos. I didn't really start playing crazy good tour until, like, I started doing that, like, 10th grade year. Okay. So, But you didn't have anybody really taking them other than us, your yeah. parents, right? And so, so, um, and he wanted, you wanted the edited stuff. What's really cool, I want you guys to know, one of the reasons why, like I said, I bring you people who are just doing amazing things and, and, I mean, to be doing this in, at 18, 17, 16 years old, that sort of just, was really awesome. So, Brooke didn't have them, so he started just, so he taught himself how to make his own, uh, what, I keep calling them highlight reels. What do we call them? That's Is that right? So taught himself how to make his own highlight reels and began editing his own stuff. So talk about that because you literally, we didn't, you literally learned, you taught yourself how to do this. On accident. <laughs> what do you, what do you <laughs> mean? I don't even remember how I started, but I know that you guys bought Dylan something for Christmas. So he had all the applications from Adobe. And then Shout out to my other heart. That's the other one. Y'all hear from him later. Legacy edition part two. Part two. That's two. Go and ahead. And um. I just, I don't even remember. I just, one day, I guess I was putting some clips together or whatever, and then I just started playing with stuff. Really, I started on Photoshop, and then I realized, hey, what is this one that deals with videos? And then, so, yeah, that's kind of what that happened. So you, you on accident, discovered a little bit of a passion for you in creating things. Well, I mean, it's a passion now, but back then, I guess it was just, it was something to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. So talk about the video. So 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 because you also create them for other people, right? Well, not now, but, but you did. Yeah, at yeah. a certain point in time, yeah. Yeah. And what was your goal? I mean, at the end of the day, what was your goal? You said it was something to do, but what was your goal? Why did you 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 discovered it on accident, but you kept it up? My goal for creating for other people? No, just your goal creating the videos. My you know, goal period. was to see if I could make one. That's literally it. Really? I didn't know if I could do it. For you or for... For me. But then when I started being... Now it's a horrible video. But, <laughs> like, when I started, like, realizing that, hey, I can actually assemble a video and then I can put a couple edits on it, then, like, why not put some people on that I know are also good at the sport that they play but 
not are never going to get the exposure because of the city we live in or because we don't have the name or yeah so, so that's that, that's that thing again that you you want to bring everybody along yeah. and use your gifts to do that yeah. right i mean yeah so cuz so cuz i mean so some of the stuff that even i y'all see for me um i'm gonna lose my i'm gonna lose my uh my uh, <laughs> uh, uh, video guy, uh, I don't know if there's a better name than that, but my video director to... Uh, content to, to creator. My content creator, thank you. Forgive me. Mike, I'm going to lose my content creator to to Howard, um, but he's created a number of my videos for Rain and, and just growing every time. So, 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 but you started doing this, and then how we get to clothes and dropping a clothing um, line? What are we doing? Um, I guess people always used to tell me I could dress, but then I didn't realize it. Well, it really wasn't even me because for a long time you used to dress me. So <laughs> that wasn't me. I, had but then, I was killing them. I was killing And them. then I realized, like, I don't know. This is really recent, I honestly. Like, fashion is really recent, but then I started to fall in love with fashion. So I don't know. Well, but you, so, but, but it came from somewhere. I mean, you don't go from, you know, I like that. I'm well, going to launch a clothing I'm really, line. I'm, I'm going to schedule a photo, photo shoot. I'm really big on, like, music. So the whole, like, I don't, the, even though I don't make music, I listen to a lot of music. And what comes with music is there's a lot of parts to music. you got to be the artist. Then you have the wardrobe and how you look and how you present yourself is, like, a big part of being an artist in music. And so, um, like, you, you, like, you like Outkast, but if Outkast just dresses normal you're not you're not drawn to Andre 3000 he's not different or just any new artists like King Von or whatever they just the way they dress the way they carry themselves is just that's how they are so it's like you express yourself it's just another art form really I get the fashion aspect of it how do you get to a place where because you I always because I'm starting to get to that's the next point where I haven't really fully gotten there yet is the fact that I'm starting to instead of being so comfortable in behind the scenes I want to put myself in front and so um fashion is one of the ways because like I said I love music but I'm not making music. I just that's not something I want to do but like the fashion aspect of it is something I do like to do videography is something I do like to do. So it's like um, expressing myself through fashion and just different looks and just seeing what I can actually do is kind of just fun to me. Man, you have started a clothing line. I, yes, I, is, but I, I mean, come on, man. You I mean, come on. So you scheduled a photo shoot. So this is your first line. We didn't fail the line. I mean, hey, 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 I call hey, it what you need to. Everybody has to start somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. We go, yes. but you get ready to launch another one, right? Yes. What's it called? Empirical beings. That's right. So, so this is beyond a I like fashion. You are trying to launch. You're launching because, a brand. Well, that that part. Well, launching a brand came from the whole the whole racism thing with the designers and everybody was like, are we still going to buy Gucci? No, are we not? And everybody was like, huh? What do you mean? Uh, well, there was a period in time where a lot of designers were coming out with like a lot of designs that were had like a lot of like racial things attached to them. And then like the, the what was it? The, the, was the Gucci sweater that had the, yeah, the black face? I think that was Montclair or whatever. It, was, it doesn't I, matter. They're all the same really. Yeah. But like, um, then everybody was like, we're buying black, even though a lot of people are still buying Gucci. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just they had to learn their lesson. But at the same time, it's like we're buying black. And then I was like, if they could do it, why can't I? So I just 
and you see Supreme, they slap a box logo on something, and it's like, and then I got put on to God is Dope. I love. A black-owned business in Atlanta. So it's like, it started hitting closer to, like, I, I can actually do this because it's hard to look at Gucci and be like, hey, I can do this because they're at a really high level of what they do. But then when you see stuff that's closer, not saying God is Dope is not big. I'm just saying it's like it's black-owned and it, it's something I can do. And eventually I want to get to that point and level point where I can, like, put on fashion shows and you're rocking and particle beings and stuff like that. So I love it. I love it. So, so, so you started saying this earlier and I, I just want to, I want to make sure we don't gloss over it. You said like no disrespect to people who work nine to fives, but I just don't, I just don't want, I'm going to make sure I say that right, but you don't want, you want to create yours. I'm in, I'm in a space now where I don't have to right now at all like there's literally nothing wrong wrong with working a nine-to-five but i don't have to right now so why would i put myself through that if i could start something that's mine yeah yeah and you know that that to me i mean in terms of like playing big that 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 idea of of, of playing big is just that right you're showing up for you you're you're making sure that you're being that you're that you're you're being counted that you're mm-hmm. taking up your space mm-hmm. holding your position um, um, and so, so, so what is the plan for you? I mean, I'm not expecting you to have your whole, uh, life mapped out at 18, but you're getting ready to head to Howard. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So they go, we go all the way from them telling you, uh, you're not going to do very well in school. You're never going to have a high enough GPA. You end up with a three, seven plus you're the salutatorian, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Give me some. We're doing it again. Yes. I, I just am so, I just so proud of you. So what is, what does Brooke dream about? Um, right now? Yeah. Um, not so much sports, surprisingly. Um, more of like, I'm not, no, I don't dream of. I don't want fame. I want the the whole empires where you can put people on, like just through everything, like fashion. How many people can I give jobs to through fashion, or how many things can like through YouTube? How many people can I help put people on through YouTube, or like just helping people in general, giving back to the people that helped me first, and just helping people in general. So, so okay, so I should have had some sort of sound button for like what it means when like start crying. I don't know what that is because y'all don't understand. I used to, do you remember this? I used to ask him all the time, what do you dream about? And you would tell me, you would almost, it almost make you upset. You were scared to dream. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, um, maybe the dreams felt not realistic but then i realized that not realistic is not even a real thing for real that's just it just ain't happening you can do yet. what you want when you do you what you want do it. like just just because you can yeah so. it just it just hasn't happened yet it ain't it just if you're like oh my gosh i want to go to the moon and, and put whatever on it or i want to go to uh i don't know whatever you want to do you know i want to paint that want to lift that building up and move it over there you're like nobody could nobody's ever done that that just that's just possible it's possible you just give me a minute yeah I love that. But I really literally, so parents, I mean, if I, if I, if you take anything from this and, you know, so let me say this, 
everybody, dream, dream. If it makes you really, really uncomfortable, that's a good dream. And parents, encourage your kids to dream. It just, it matters so much. So, so Brooke, um, I mean, we're going to, we're going to uh, wrap this up, but I want you to, I mean, let's, I want to talk about just as we, as you go off to Howard, what are your expectations? What do you, what do you, what are you looking to gain from that kind of amazing experience? Um, a good education, but not one to give me a good job, but one to just further help me dream and push me further in what I want to do entrepreneur-wise. Entre- did I say that right? It's, it's, you, you can make up words on the show. Yeah, Being an <laughs> entrepreneur and just, um, just helping as many people as I can. Okay. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Anything you want to say? I'm going to give you the last word. I'm going to give you the last word. They're out there. They're like this. I mean, they, they just like, what? what say, say something. What do you want to say? You got a little brother that's coming up behind you. Um, you know, your last word. Can I have my phone? I mean, we. we I know. I'm trying to tell you what I'm. <laughs> this is what, uh, you know, this is standing in the rain, everybody, with. The incomparable just uh Brooke Rose okay and and his okay. dad's arm. Um okay, you so, just gonna let the phone die. Okay. <laughs> um What sorry. question are you answering right now? You said last words. Yeah, okay, your last words. On, what are your last on, words? Okay, follow <laughs> me on YouTube. <laughs> it's Brooke I T Z B R O Okay. Okay, that's next. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I am underscore Brooke Five. Don't matter about Twitter. It doesn't matter. Um, and then uh, look out for Empatico Beans dropping soon. And just thank you for having me on here. This, these are your last words? Yeah. Are you, uh, how to find you? Yeah. Yeah, we gonna, that's all right. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. Me. We're going to put all the stuff. I know that's right. We're going to put everything how to find Brooke. You better keep up with this, dude, because you're going to wonder. You're going to be like, you know what? I remember when. I remember when I watched him. I'm just trying to tell you. I mean, th- um, we, th- this, is, this has been an absolute. You say thank you for having you on here. This has been an absolute honor for me. I mean, honestly, this is a legacy edition. I'm trying to tell you, when you want to understand why I hustle so hard, why we hustle so hard, number one, you're going to meet number two. Um, you know, you know, and, and I don't mean that in terms of them. That's just he came second. You know, just, 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 just absolutely so proud of you. You are going to set this world on fire. And I want you, if, I, if you used to hear me, uh, yell it on the court. At least I think. Do y'all hear us when we yell? Like no. say you don't hear a word we say. Uh, no. I'm saying really good stuff when you were in the, on the court. I, I hear. Say, I hear the other parents. You don't hear me. No. For real. No. I be like, get up! You don't hear none of that. No, because when you scoring their when you scoring they son, then you gonna hear they mouth. So you hear the other parents. Oh wow. Well then, this is what I used to be saying to you: play big, Brooke. Play big, Brooke. They just say that all the time. I mean, you can hear people you during hear like timeouts and stuff, but like during the game flow, not really. You don't remember me saying that? I mean, I've heard it before. You hear it now? Yes, I hear it now. Play big, Brooke. That's what I'm I trying to say to you. I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm so excited for the life ahead of you. You did that thing, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. I love you. Oh, you too. I love him. I love y'all. Don't you dare 
leave. Don't you dare stop vibing with me and standing standing in the rain. I'm trying. I'm trying, 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 trying to tell you, it's gonna change your life. You have greatness hardwired into your DNA. I am committed to unlocking it. This dude just dropped a whole bunch of bombs for you. Um, and 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 subscribe, listen, find him, follow him, stay up with him. And when the empatical beans, that's it, right? Empatical beans drops. Get your. I'm gonna say something real cool. Anyway. Get your fix. That's it, right? You know. Nobody says that? Put your fits together. You Put know. your fits together. That's right. You gonna dance with me? Come on. We gotta dance it out. Come on, bro. Come on. Just a little bit. Give me some bit. Uh, 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 uh.